Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Um, I think when I look back on this year, I'll kind of, I'll definitely look forward to, you know, using the lessons I learned this year, right? Mm-hmm. So I think missing time, you know, taking the moments I learned from that, going into 2023, which will be a great year. So, yeah, you know, take it for what it's worth and you know, move forward and you know, learn from the bad and take the good with you. I suspect I know the answer here, but what's going to make 2023 a great year? Everything really. I mean, just getting to play, be around these guys, you know, continue to get better and move forward towards winning, winning entire baseball. That was Henry Davis from our one-on-one conversation in Scottsdale, Arizona, in the Arizona Fall League. You can read the whole story on DKPittsburghSports.com. But hey, this is the podcast. This is the podcast to be named later on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcast Network. Good morning. My name is Alex Stumpf. That was a really good conversation I, I had with Henry in, in Scottsdale. Like, I, 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 story aside, I mean, I'm happy how the story turned out. But, like, just the conversation itself, I thought, was really good. And you key in on a couple things whenever you get to talk to someone a couple times over the course of a year and see how maybe their attitudes change towards something, where their mindset is. And I think this is something that popped up in the comment section of that story on the site. People point out, like, I'm I'm sensing some frustrations here from Henry. And, yeah, yeah, your spidey sense was right on that one. There were some frustrations with this year. Not all the Pirates' fault. Not all Henry's fault. Some of it is just, this was a frustrating year. It's what happens whenever you get plunked 20 times in 59 games. It's what happens whenever you get hurt and you miss significant time. It's what happens whenever you don't get promoted to AAA when everybody else is. And it was important for you to play other positions in Altoona to maximize at-bats, but not to go up to Indianapolis to get more at-bats at the end of the season. 
that might end up being, you know, a blessing in disguise. As I wrote in the story, because it allowed Henry to go down to Louisville, see his old teammates, they see his swing, they're like, no, you've been compensating here for the wrist. The swing isn't exact, let's go, let's tighten it up, let's get rid of these exaggerated moves. And he looks like his old self. Not saying he was doing poorly in Altoona whenever he came back, but he feels better now. He feels like he's got his swing again. I don't know if that happens if he just goes to Altoona. Because just the way the timeline goes, maybe he goes play he goes and plays winter ball after the fall league, which was kind of the original plan whenever I talked to him late in the season in Altoona. But he also thought he was gonna go up to Indianapolis at that time. And it was just I'll go to get those ten games in Indianapolis, I'll go to the Arizona Fall League, I'll go to Winter Ball, so whenever I go to spring training twenty twenty three I'll have played roughly a full season's worth, even with the injuries. Now the plans change to, he's doing the fall league, which is wrapping up. He's going to go home for a little bit. Then he's just going to go back to Pirate City, where I am sure by this point, (laughs) he is on a first name basis with everyone, or they're just sick of him. That's fine. That might be the better strategy. In, in the grand scheme of things, because that would allow him an opportunity to focus in on certain parts of his development that either he feels he needs to address, that the Pirates feel he needs to address. Game reps, you could get that too. You don't get, there's no better way to get feedback for what you're doing than actual game. But it's a chance to do it in a different learning environment. And that's what this year was for him. It was a different learning environment. And the fact that it wasn't always games can be frustrating for a player. And he is an important player. He's an important person in this organization. Like seriously, if we're just gonna expand this to people, in the organization, like who, all right, the the person who has the most, the ultimate shaker here would be Bob Nutting. And then you have the front office headed by Ben Sherrington. And then you're at the point, it's like, well, is it coaches? Is it the big time players? And yes, he's never stepped onto a major league field for a game yet. But if this rebuild is going to work, if it's going to happen... Boy, oh boy, is it a whole lot harder if Henry Davis isn't in the fold. Like, he is going to be one of those guys that if this rebuild is successful, it is because he was successful. And everyone knows that. Which is why I think people will get nervous whenever they read the subtext of of some of those quotes. Him saying, like, hey, I'm not going to the Fall League. Or the Winter League, I'm sorry. The Winter League is at the end of the year. Because... It wasn't important for the Pirates to send me to Indianapolis, so obviously they're, it's not all about games right now. And maybe it doesn't have to be all about games. I, I was personally surprised they didn't get the call to go up to Indianapolis with Endy, with Priester, with everyone who got the call at the end of the season. 
because, like I said, he was playing right field because they just had to get him into the lineup. And even that's, you know, something he wants to catch. And yeah, you, you, <laughs> some of that is also out of his control because the Pirates, they have another really good young catcher in Andy Rodriguez, who's just named their minor league player of the year. I think there's a very real chance that both of them could be big league catchers, but that doesn't mean you just put the other one at DH. And if Andy can play the outfield in first base, why can't Davis be asked to do the same thing? Not every day, but, you know, put them out there for 40, 50 games. Keep the bats in the lineup and free up the DH spot. There, there are ways to go about it. That's maybe something in the, in the development that they want to do, but that's also adding on a bit to the frustration. Like he says all the right things. He says the right things, but he wants to catch. And that's fine. He's been a catcher. He should be, he should want to catch. He should want to be up in Indianapolis. He should want that if he has an x-ray, that he doesn't go back two days later and there's a fracture. And then he goes back later for another x-ray. It's like, no, this isn't healed and you're still playing through it. That is... That's not a great look on the Pirates organization. I mean, stuff like that can happen, but it, whenever it happens to your top prospect, it, it's not a great look. And it could be out of their control. But, is it this the theme of the whole segment right here? Frustrations with things that are out of your control? Even if there is maybe no one at fault in the situation, just... Being allowed to be frustrated? Henry Davis is, this is something that I, I get to see, you know, having conversations with him. He's a driven dude. One of the most driven dudes in this whole organization at any level. Player, front office, coach, whatever. Like, he is the type of guy, I, I've said this multiple times in writing. I don't know if Henry Davis will be the best player on the Pirates, you know, a couple years from now. But I am very confident, that assuming he is a big leaguer, and I have, I'm, I'm very confident that'll happen. But if he is a, a true big leaguer, he is going to be the captain of, of that team. If not officially, uh, unofficial, however it goes about it, but he draws attention. Not because of Flash, but because of Grind, and players recognize that. People recognize that. He's an important person in this organization. And I get why some people would be a little on edge if they read some of those comments. Bridge isn't burned or anything. I, I probably should have said that nine, ten minutes ago. It's fine. This was a frustrating year. 2023. End of that quote, he said, it's going to be great. I'm confident that he thinks that. I, I wouldn't be shocked at all if 2023 is great. And 
I am fairly sure in 2023, I will have a conversation like that with him at PNC Park's home clubhouse instead of having to go out to Arizona to grab him or Altoona because it's he's coming. A lot of those prospects are coming. And like I wrote for Friday Insider, they're not coming up here with the intention to lose. In fact, maybe that should be segment two here. We're going to take a quick break here. We'll be right back. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back to the Pirates Podcast, to be named later, here on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcasting Network. So I started the first segment by playing a clip of my one-on-one interview with Henry Davis. So segment two, I should put in a one-on-one clip that I had with Nick Gonzalez whenever I was out in Arizona. And like I said, with Henry, we talked about a lot. We talked about you know trying to build a winning culture. Nick Gonzalez was kind of brought in, and I feel like he was one of those picks that made it clear, like, hey, this group of players that we have that are roughly this age group right now, they could all grow up together, and then they'll all reach the major leagues about the same time. And I think that group is, they're on the doorstep. A lot of them hit Indianapolis at the end of the year. They were in Altoona for most or all of this past year. Okay, they're close. 2023 should see a lot of these top prospects come up. So I, I, I talked to Nick about that. Like, does that come up in conversation? Here's 50 seconds of our conversation. Uh, I think we have a lot of really exciting baseball ahead of us. Um, and so right now we're just getting better. And, and when our time comes, I know for a fact every single one of us is going to be ready and put in all the work you know, to get there. Do you guys maybe put a little pressure on yourselves that like you have to win every level because there's that expectation that you guys 
are, whenever you get up there, like, not saying they're not trying to win now or last yeah. couple of years, but it's like, okay, now, now we're now really ready. Time. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, it's know, our time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know, when we're out on the field, we want to win. You know, regardless of that's double A, high A, single ball, whatever, fall league, it doesn't matter. We, we want to win. And, and so we definitely take pride in, in winning. But at the same time, we know that, that the minor leagues is, is getting us ready for to go up to the big leagues. And, uh, but at the end of the day, yeah, we, we want to win. They're not coming up to lose. And I know that's going to lead to some skepticism whenever I, I say something like this. But no, they – look, they believe that what they had in Altoona, what they have in this farm system, these players believe that they could take that leap in the major leagues and that they can bring winning baseball to Pittsburgh, which is something that is, except for a three-year blip, it hasn't happened in 30 years. And in, I brought it up with Nick also, and he's like, look, we, I asked, like, does it come up in conversation like 30 years? And, or is it like, no, we, we weren't born for some of this. He's like, yeah, we, we weren't born for some of this. It's not Nick Gonzalez's fault that the Pittsburgh Pirates had a losing season in 1995. I am sorry to break some people's bubble there. They can only control what they can control. But how much of this is something that they could actually control to win? I asked Henry that. He gave a good answer. He said, look, I'm going to play hard. People are going to know that's the expectation around here. People are going to play hard because of that. You know, we're going to work hard. We're going to do – yes, that's good. That's good for all of that. That's the right answer. Those are the answers that you want a player to say. They also need to be given a, a proper support, <laughs> a proper core around them. And I, I went into this for Friday Insider about like, hey, what are they actually going to do? Looks like they're going to add some pitching. They added G-Man Choi, who I, I happen to kind of really like that trade. Honestly, a good addition there. But we both, we all know there are still holes on this team that need to be filled. And not all of it is going to come from the minor leagues. And not all of it is going to come from player development. Some of it is going to have to be outside acquisition. That is something that Ben brought up whenever he was introduced as the Pirates GM. That there need to be four pillars. There needs to be identification, deployment, acquisition, and development. And yeah, we've, we've done a lot of talk these past three years about development in particular. Acquisition, we've mostly seen come in the forms of young players. Whether it's a trade, whether it's an international signing, whether it's a draft... We haven't seen a lot of times whenever it has been a free agent or a trade for a major league player. Sometimes whenever they do, it's it's worked out handsomely. Like, yeah, Heath Hembry he was a whiff, but Quintana, Anderson, Vogelback, like there are some good veterans that they have brought in. 
How many can they bring in this year, though? How many should they bring in? How important is it that these guys who you've put so much, so many eggs are in this basket, and they're coming up and they're saying, we want to win, we're going to win. And you have people in the major league, on the major league roster, important people for this process, what, for what they're building, saying, we feel like we could win if we're given uh, some more support. We're just a handful of players away. And I will say, this, this might come off as, you know, might surprise some people. I know this team just lost 100 games. I don't think they're all that far away from 500-ish baseball in 2023. Because there is a lot of good young players coming up. Good young players at positions of need, like catcher, like starting pitching. <laughs> they have other young players who have gotten their rookie years behind them. They could take step forwards in their sophomore years. So if you add in a couple of specific areas, like the bullpen, like the rotation, like first base, which they did add someone to the mix. I, but Jimmy and Choi also might be a platoon, you know, half of a platoon right there, which, okay. Okay, that's fine. He is a better first baseman than anyone they rolled out at any point last year. I, I don't count Vogel back because he was a DH. But there you have that. Steps in the right directions. Saying the right things about the rotation. But it's not enough in itself. I think there needs to be either a big splash of a free agent, which I don't think any of us really see coming. I or it needs to be a lot of the Quintanas and Vogelback signings, in which case it makes it a little more difficult to protect all these players from the Rule 5 draft. So it's a little bit of damned if you do, damned if you don't. Acquisition is really going to be what, in my opinion, takes the rebuild and probably is what's going to need to be done to get them over the finish line. Like the development could take them most of the way, but no team does it solely through, <laughs> solely through the Farb system. The Astros have a rotation that is very homegrown. They had a rookie <laughs> win World Series MVP. But they also have the outside guys. They also had the, the Michael Brantleys. They also had a, a lot of good veteran players. Ryan Presley was not a homegrown guy. And he's one of the best relievers in baseball. They made him better. But there needs to be outside acquisition. Atlanta, the year before, a lot of homegrown players there. Also a lot of players who were not and, and were brought in. Not even like big-time free agents or anything, but just smart additions. Could use a few more of those smart additions on this team because this rookie core that's coming up next year, they expect to win. And I, I don't know how it would go if the Pirates lost 100 again.
if this is if they're nearing the crescendo of what they're trying to be and trying to be a competitive club and that's what happens that that would be i think detrimental towards what they're building because it's at some point you need a winning culture on top of everything and like i said henry davis and i talked about that it's in the story you need a winning culture on top of what they're trying to do with the people culture player driven culture They want to win. They should be given a chance to do so. We got a little more show to come. Stick around. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to the Pirates Podcast, to be named later. One last thought here before we call it a week. I Like I said in the last segment, I, I like the G-Man Choi signing. I don't think he's, you know, going to be an all-star or, you know, this big, but just like a, a good ball player. Maybe he is just a stopgap for first base, whether it's, you know, Malcolm Nunez, whether it's, you know, Henry Davis or Andy Rodriguez or someone spills over to first base from one of these areas of people competing for a roster spot. Just he, I don't know. I doubt he is the long-term option, but what I said in that last segment of like support him, like G man Choi is the type of trade, the type of move the Pirates should be looking for. That is a good opportunity. That is a low risk. That is someone who is going to help the major league product. And that trade was made for one reason, and one reason only, and that was to help the Major League product. And I know he might not be the sexiest you know, player in terms of stats, but he is one of those guys that if you watched Rays baseball these last couple years, you can tell he made a positive impact on a good team. On a good team. And that's Pirates could use someone like that at first base. In particular, because I, if I write one more time, I probably am going to write one or two more times. I'm sorry to anyone who was sick reading that. Me, me say like, oh my goodness, first base was literally one of the worst positions the Pirates have ever had. Well, it's a, we got it a few more times, so sorry about that. Thank you so much for listening to the Pirates podcast, to be named later, if you haven't already. Be sure to subscribe wherever you find fine podcasts. You'll find this one here, too. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk again next week.